Welcome to the Data Rockstars Coffee Pod with me, Kelly Peters. And me, Regina Valley. We're back this week with episode 34 to talk about what's happening in the world of data and data protection. And today we're focusing on a new story that hit towards the end of last week and it's been quite focused on across the news, which is the WhatsApp updates to its terms and conditions and uh, the fact that they will be sharing more data with Facebook than I think people were previously aware of. So this is something that you've talked about a couple of times this week, Kelly, in various uh, locations, including BBC Radio Oxford. Do you want to kick off with what you found and sort of some of the key points? For sure. So I think it was two weeks ago, maybe, that there was a message that came up on WhatsApp, which was asking individuals to agree to new uh, terms and conditions that they had with the with the change coming in. I think it's the 8th of February. And what what they were suggesting is that they would, because WhatsApp is part of the Facebook group along with Instagram, they would now start to look to share information with Facebook or Facebook to use for advertising purposes. Okay, so that's quite a shift away from the kind of commitments that they made originally when they bought WhatsApp because they were, Facebook were very adamant because people had fears that this would happen, but they were quite adamant about the fact there wouldn't be any data sharing with, with between WhatsApp and Facebook. People would stay separate. And there were people who did choose to go to WhatsApp who don't have Facebook accounts because they don't want to have a Facebook presence or share any information with Facebook which is fair enough. And they they often would go down the WhatsApp route to avoid Facebook. So I imagine that there were some people that were pretty concerned about that when they saw that little flash come up on their their screens. I think that's an underestimation of the impact that it had. It went across all of the news channels um, and various people have told me at the weekend they were getting messages from friends to say, delete WhatsApp, you know, you don't need to have it in your life anymore. The, The question I had was, well, how many people would have actually read the the notice in terms of what it actually means for you and me rather than just listening to the media hype actually what is uh, the impact so the very first thing is that the and what i want to reassure everybody about is the actual message content so if i send you a whatsapp message regina that message wherever it be a photo whether it be a video or whatever i want to share with you is encrypt that is not going to be shared with Facebook. That message continues to be private between me and you. Yeah. And even WhatsApp um, themselves do reassure you and it's just a minute ago actually to be honest. They have a little thing in there in the account settings you can see encryption turned on and it says tap to verify and it gives you a little message that says even WhatsApp can't access this information. Exactly. So that's the first reassuring uh, point I'm going to make. The data that is intended to be shared will be location information. It will be your contacts. So if you have your friends, your family, your work colleagues all in your contacts list, they are suggesting that that information could be shared and there is also the possibility of access to your photos so that I thought okay that's it's still worrying the information that they are looking uh, to share but further reading because of the stronger regulation that we have in this country and in Europe was the reassurance at the moment this does not apply to UK and uh, EU after that you still need to find the terms and conditions which if you're a little bit suspicious you may think that at some point in time something's going to come your way because you have to find the terms and conditions to be able to continue to use what 
WhatsApp once the new change comes in. So you might be like, mm, honest. I'm always a little bit like, um, it still should not affect us um the moment. For me, I think it's, you know, the reality is if you are already on Facebook, Facebook know a lot about you. Yeah, that was certainly some of the things I read. It seemed to be that if you've got a Facebook account or an Instagram account, you almost don't need to worry about this because the amount of data that or what's being shared is so tiny as a drop in the ocean of what they already have about you, then yeah. you don't need to worry. No. And if you don't have a Facebook account, they can't match you up with any data in Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the other way to think about it. If you're on WhatsApp, you are obviously part of the Facebook family because it is a Facebook product, but you're not being connected to anything within Facebook because you don't have an account Facebook. So um, one of the things I read was that part of the reason this change has come in is to enable businesses with a Facebook presence and shop front to be able to communicate with people using whatsapp shopping service point one there is i didn't know they had a shopping service no, what the hell is that so that'll be something i'll be uh, finding out a little bit more about but so that there can be direct interaction from people using whatsapp to businesses selling on facebook without them needing to leave whatsapp so if that's the case what kind of it, surely there's got to be a way that they could then try and find out more about that as an individual who doesn't have a facebook account just throwing it out there is there you know if with the type of data they're collecting is it suddenly pinging up or something oh this is somebody who doesn't have a facebook account what can we find out about that person who doesn't have a facebook account and what does that person look like from what we can tell yeah and both you and i know these are huge companies that data drives their entire infrastructure in terms Mm -hmm. of their their income and everything so i think that's a very worthwhile statement to say and i don't know and i didn't know that there was a facebook business that interfaced with uh, whatsapp business i mean i just they've always whatsapp have always been clear that whatsapp is for personal communications and should not be used for work purposes now i know that lots of organizations use whatsapp for that but actually if you read the terms and conditions it is against those rules oh well that's interesting considering the number of work whatsapp groups that there are and created then uh, that's quite interesting that it's against the terms and conditions yeah Very few people have read those. I did write an article about it pre-Christmas because it was something that I wanted to raise people's awareness of is that, you know, it's a fantastic communication tool that's instant, which I think in the world that we live in today, we want instant engagement and contact. However, very few people actually pay attention to the details in privacy notices and terms and conditions. Therefore, I'm not surprised that people haven't noticed that. I think for me, you then saw the backlash was that people were like, oh, we now need to move away. And they have, and they've moved to the likes of Signal. And anyone that understands the development of WhatsApp will know that one of the developers of the so Signal is actually the encryption technology designed by originally by one of the founders of whatsapp he then left and then became signal so Mm -hmm. it is still the signal encryption algorithm but now the product is called signal people have gone to signal in droves interestingly signal couldn't cope with the sheer number of people that were downloading it and there was a massive delay in the download of that last week and they've gone from i think i saw something from 10 million users to 50 million downloads in one day wow that's a lot significant and obviously if you're not if you don't want signal because you want to absolutely disassociate yourself from anything to 
to do with Facebook or WhatsApp or in its origins, go to Telegram. Telegram, I've, I have heard of it and seen it appearing again, largely through... I've seen a few celebrities actually saying, join my Telegram group. Yeah, this is where I start feeling old. So I'm like, oh, I'm not knowing what the latest stuff is anymore. What is it? <laughs> it's, it's true. I mean, I don't, I've not looked at it myself other than the fact that a lot of people say that it puts privacy first, which is very much like a conversation we had, I think, this time last year where we were talking about video conferencing technology where usability was the primary driver for something rather than privacy. And yeah, Telegram that's true. put privacy first. Signal is a not-for-profit organisation. I don't know what the makeup is of Telegram. The challenge that we all have is that will your friends and family also download that? Yeah, that's the challenge I've had. So my dad a while back told me about Signal and just as a, an alternative, I think it's sort of he worked with a tech company and, and knew that it was available. So he's like, you know, it's meant to be definitely private, separate from Facebook. And I think he was very sort of, you know, he, he kind of recommended have a download, see what you think, look at it. And I did. And I think there was two people I knew on it, one of which was you <laughs> and my dad. And you know, it's not really going to take off as me being able to use that as a, as a tool. And it's interesting because in the last couple of weeks, you know, I went into it again, had a look and suddenly there's like a whole list of my contacts who are, this person's now on signal, this person's now on signal. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. So there's a few who've um, moved away. And I think it'll be interesting to see if the take up is more over yeah. the coming months. Absolutely. You know, I think for me, the, you know, and this is going to be me sounding really quite harsh, but if you are offering a free product and you're downloading something for free, you have to ask yourself the question, how are they making money? Where's, where's the money coming from? And the real reality is that me and you are the commodity. We are the Whatever we say or do is what is going to drive their insight and they are somehow monetizing us. And that's not just WhatsApp. And I know this is all about WhatsApp, this conversation, but any app that you download that is for free, I would urge you to read the privacy policy. I'm not sure how many people will listen to my mm-hmm. about that, but there'll be something in there. They'll talk about the access to data on your device that they are going to look to obtain and use for their own purposes and you need to be comfortable with that i'm going to stick with whatsapp you know because my family are on it and you know my family are old tech enough so to get them onto one platform was Mm -hmm. relatively successful regardless of whether or not we agree with the ethics of facebook or not for me I'm going to continue to use that because that's what my family are familiar with. To try and convince them to download something different, I honestly think I'll be speaking to a brick wall. It's it's an interesting challenge though, isn't it? I think because you end up with an organisation that's so widespread that it's really hard to move away from without cutting yourself off. I know that people who say don't have Facebook profiles, you know, there's so much that's organised through Facebook Mm -hmm. uh, events that people arrange and. You know, if I think about some of the different social activities, you know, we've got a running club Facebook page, or our business Facebook page. Mm. To actually step away from that is a massive decision. And I think when you look at this issue with WhatsApp, you know, and the fact that some people will choose to remain and not want another platform, another app that they have to log into to communicate with some of their friends who happen to worry about privacy a bit more. You know, I've seen in some places, you know, particularly across sort of countries or people who are struggling more, well I'm now going to have to pay potentially to message my friends because if they don't want to download Signal or Telegram which is what I prefer for my privacy then I've got to SMS you and that's you know for the large part potentially going to cost people particularly in the developing world where it's still 
pretty much pay as you go and you haven't got unlimited free texts and stuff so it, then there's that challenge of you're paying to communicate and obviously now we're so used to that sort of quick conversation you don't have to worry about characters in a how long an sms is so does it go over the characters so you're going to get charged for five messages or all of those things that we used to worry about in the early 2000s and but suddenly it's you know it's a potential cost and a potential barrier to people keeping in touch with others which at the moment in a global pandemic where contact is limited these communication tools become so much more important and so much more vital that any sort of challenge to or barrier to being part of that is really difficult okay. potentially and then it becomes a barrier to moving away and a barrier to change without enough individuals making that choice to make it realistic absolutely and i know we're running out of time so one of the final things i was just going to say is that i read something really interesting on linkedin by um a, a lawyer who said that if you opted out of your data being shared with facebook back in 2016 when facebook purchased uh, whatsapp and um, they should still respect that and the way to find that out is if you go to your settings on whatsapp and request a copy of your data and it will tell you in there if you've opted out so it should be no surprise I've actually done this. Ooh, that's <laughs> exciting. <laughs> so I need to wait three days. So I will follow up and let you know next week what the outcome of that is. But I'd be, I really want, I know I opted out. I just want to check to see if that still remains the case. So yeah, I'll also be interested to see how much data they have on Oh, this. so watch this space in a further, further episode to follow on the that's data right. that, <laughs> that WhatsApp have on Kelly. <laughs> yeah, at which point I might just be saying, delete it, delete it all. <laughs> that kind of brings us to an end um, of, of this podcast, which was lively i didn't think we'd be speaking for 15 minutes but hey what do i know i do want to make everyone aware that we are launching a new cpd accredited diploma in workplace data protection um, that's now available and we start at the end of january and the course will conclude in may if you want to know more go to our website www.dbxuk.com if you have questions you can obviously email us coffee at dbxuk.com have a great day and uh, thank you Regina for the lively conversation. It was really interesting, thank you.